it's going to be a dampening, a quietening as interest rates go up, but it's still a very short, there's still a very short supply of property and we're still going to have demand for that. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the market wrap number 93, March 25th, 2022. What is it? News and views, ideas, information, a bit of fun for our clients and people who might be thinking of investing either through us or directly. So this week, interest rate rises occurring last week with the Bank of England in the UK. What does that mean for your death pledge? Followed by, should you buy your property through an SPV, single purpose vehicle or direct? Bank of England, last Thursday increased UK lending rates by 25%. What does that mean to your death pledge? Now, I can see you thinking, oh, what is a death pledge? The term mortgage comes from Old French and previous to that Old Latin and basically means death pledge. And it was basically something you had to, you died. So hopefully nowadays that doesn't happen so much. Uh, that does seem a bit severe as well because, you know, houses should be something you buy for your future to create a pension or perhaps to put your kids through uni or to live in a beautiful home all those sort of things they're positive things but it is positive when you can afford it and when it gets to the stage where you get into negative equity or you can't afford your your payments then it will be repossessed and this is what people worry about when interest rates start going up and this is what questions i've had will interest rates carry on going up forever and what effect would it have on the uk market so let's just put this in some sort of um, uh, perspective. Uh, there's a gent called Quentin Fottrell, who reports for the Wall Street Journal. He said an astounding half of Americans are having trouble at present with their uh, mortgage repayments. According to a recent survey by the T. MacArthur Foundation and Heart Research Associates, 50% of Americans have made a major sacrifice, sacrifice along the lines of taking on extra credit card debt or getting a second job in the past three years just to afford paying their housing loans. Traditionally in the US, experts consider housing costs should require no more than 30% of household income to be spent on them. But Fottrell points out that 15% of Americans are living in locations where it takes up to 10 to 15% more than the 30% of monthly medium household income that is considered the maximum it should be for rent or mortgage payments. Okay, so that's pretty grim for them. So how does it look in the UK? Let's look at the rate increase on your death pledge and see its related effects. Okay, the Bank of England announced a 0.25 percentage point increase to 0.75% last Thursday, based on inflation going crazy. Further rate increases are coming, um, according to analysts, and people believe, or analysts believe, that the rate will hit 2% by November. According to Capital Economics, excuse me, Andrew Wishart, he says that uh, the, the rate increases will be passed on quickly as we don't think there is any more scope for rises in bank rates to be absorbed by banks, so we expect a sharp raise in interest rates. I don't, I can't remember, and forgive me if you're a bank person, I can't remember mortgage increases ever not being transferred straight to the, to the lender. Certainly it's my case. Now, as discussed previously, Capital Economics has forecast that once the bank rate hits 2%, 
Average rates in the UK for lending will be at 3%, 50% higher than it is today. Average rates offshore will be at 4%. So 4% loans in the offshore world and more. If you're not a UK national, 4.5%, 5%, things like that. Mr. Wishart said he expects demand and house price growth to slow to a crawl. Good. It's an opportunity for us to all take a bit of breath and get some reality back in the market. The 0.25% increase in mortgage payments will increase the average payments on a 40% deposit, average price house, £260,000, £80,000, up to £699 per month. At 2%, the rates would increase to £804, according to Hamptons, which means that people would be paying an extra £1,500 a year. And in London, obviously with much higher house prices, we're looking at potentially £3,000 a year more, 2820 to be exact. Now, Jones Lang LaSalle, their spokesperson, said, affordability issues, this guy's name is Nick Whitten, by the way, affordability issues will definitely dampen the market. Market. The one thing interest rate rises do is hit confidence. We covered this last week. People are doubtful about whether they want to go and buy another property because of how much would it go up by, will they be able to afford it? 2.2 million borrowers in the UK will get immediate consequences of this rise, according to UK Finance, which is the banking trade body, because 1.1 million borrowers are on standard variable rates and 850,000 are on trackers. Okay, that's 26% of all existing mortgages. The balance of all mortgages are on fixed rates, so it shouldn't be affected. At the same time, unfortunately, these mortgage cost increases have just started to come in when households are being forced to shoulder the biggest drop in real incomes since 1945. And our good friends, Pantheon Micro, Macro Economics, has forecast a 2% drop in real disposable income for households this year. More bad news is the Bank of England has raised its inflation forecast to around 8% by the middle of 2022. And Goldman Sachs, that well-known investment bank, has predicted inflation at 9.5% in October, 9.5%. That is phenomenal. Okay, when the bank rate was at 1.1%, homeowners spent 38% of their medium income to service an 80% mortgage. Okay, this is the real nitty-gritty. Or £827 per month, according to Capital Economics. Now that the rate has risen to 0.75%, if lenders, and that's a big if, pass the increase onto mortgage borrowers, the monthly costs would arrive to four, would arise to 43% of their disposable income. However, lenders would probably absorb some of this rise. It's not going to go as, mu as much as that. But let's paint an even worse scenario. The worst scenario is interest rates carry on rising and they're at 1.5%. And the increase is all passed on to borrowers. The share of the disposable income would then be up to 45%. Both scenarios mean homes will be less affordable than any point since 2008. Okay, so that's the UK situation. So is that going to be a happy ending, do you think? Now lenders look at the following criteria when considering lending. Cap capacity, capital, collateral, character and conditions. Now in the US, the mortgage market is not as stringently managed as it is in the UK. It's not as sophisticated as in the UK. The Fed does not use interest rates to control inflation in the same way that the Bank of England does because mortgage rates in the UK, in the US rather, in the main are on a fixed 
basis. Over 90% of lending in the US is fixed and on a 20 year plus, in fact, the average is 23 year term. So if you've got a big mortgage, it's fixed forever, you know, and it's going to be high for 23 years. So consequently, it's much more of a financial burden. Whereas we know in the UK, you can easily mortgage, you can move to interest only, you can do this, you can do that. At the same time, the UK has been very, very diligent in checking borrowing qualifications since 2012, post global financial crisis. And that has not been as strong in the US. Okay, plus, again, the US is a huge country, loads of room to expand. The UK doesn't have that, so we have pressure on housing. So we have a huge housing shortage, we'll mean house prices should stay up. Okay, so for sure, there's gonna be leaner times ahead. We will have to sort of look at what we're spending and it might be more difficult to get loans at an acceptable rate, but it's only a short term thing. So very quickly then, SPVs versus personal ownership. Which should you, which should you do? An SPV or in your own name? It's all about your goals and your position in life. Okay, if you're building a portfolio and you're looking at potentially getting into high tax environments, like a high tax pay, taxpayer in the UK, 40% plus, if you're back in the UK as well, that's added on to your, your income. Or is it a case of, I just want a couple of properties to supplement my pension a wee bit, you know, over the next 10 years or so. If it's the latter, then an SPV is probably not for you. Okay, because you're gonna be in a lower tax threshold. You can use a lot of your, your, earning, your own allowances to cover that. Plus you're gonna be retiring. It's not that big a deal. So those are the two scenarios really we look at it. Just bear in mind, I'm not a tax accountant. I am not uh, a tax professional. I just have experience of doing this and seeing what clients succeed in. So get some good advice. That's the most important thing. So you buy through an SPV, what do you pay? With an SPV, you pay corporation tax on profits, which is less than income tax, is only 19%. You can deduct all your mortgage costs before you calculate the profit. Now, in, individuals used to be able to do this when in the old Myrus days, but over the last three or four years, it's been got rid of, okay, by the government. If you're, you're a guarantor on, guarantor on the loan for a company, the stress testing is less, which makes the loan easier to get. In addition, it opens the door on many clever techniques for minimizing or eliminating inheritance tax. Okay, so that's positive stuff, four good points. The negatives, you will pay tax twice. You pay corporation tax at 19% and then dividend tax when you draw an income. The rates you pay on borrowing are going to be higher than normal rates. And bear in mind, interest rates are going up 0.5% more, I'd say. You'll have more costs. Accountancy costs will be higher. There's more paperwork. Okay, so those are things when you want to work out, should I do it myself or should I get someone else to do it that you need to bear in mind. The benefits of a limited company an SPV really kick in when you get into higher rates of personal tax planning. So it's good to have a company doing it for you then. In addition, you're basically passing on your portfolio of properties to the next generation using a company. So let's very simply look at the figures uh, and I'll do this very quickly. So do get in touch if you want to have more detailed information or speak to one of our partners who can help you. Five years ago, you had £12,000 income, £8,400 would go on a mortgage interest, £3,600 would be profit. If you're in a 40% tax rate, you then lose £1,440. 
and you'd be less for 2,160 profit. Okay, now you have 12,000 pound income, you pay 40% tax on that income, you get 20% tax relief, which really means you end up with a profit of 480 pounds. The government has wiped out the tax efficiency of it. So that's if you do it on your own. If you do it through an SPV, now 12,000 pounds income, 8,400 pounds is your mortgage offset, 3,600 pounds profit, taxed at 19%, which is 684 pounds, you come out with a net profit of 2,916. Now there is talk of corporation tax going up to 25% over the next five years, but this will be on net profits apparently over 50,000 pounds. So it's definitely worthwhile looking into what's the best way to do it in my own name, in a company name. Frankly, I think both approaches work for different parts of your portfolio. So do use, use both. Get in contact, get a good professional to give you some advice. And as far as what's going to happen in the UK property market, it's going to be a dampening, a quietening as interest rates go up, but it's still a very short, there's still a very short supply of property and we're still going to have demand for that. You know, and as Mark Twain says, they're not making land anymore, certainly not in the UK. I mean, it might be in Singapore or Dubai or Bahrain or places like that, but not in the UK. So consequently, as more and more people are born, more people move to the UK and they still are even after Brexit then you will get that pressure on house prices and a limited supply of land there we go that's it for this week thank you very much for listening do take care don't forget to subscribe as you can and like uh, all the best bye bye